welcome to our new podcast. We'll probably go around and introduce ourselves. I'm Darcy, I'm the VP of Education. I'm Tanari, President. I'm Daniela, VP Wellbeing and Diversity. And I'm Isla, VP Activities. Um, probably doesn't mean much to a lot of people at the minute, so we probably wanted to start with who we actually are. Roles aside, Darcy, who are you? <laughs> oh God, good question. Who am I? <laughs> well, I have just, well, I'm due to graduate in September um, from my degree in history. Um, goodness, what is there about me? I am from Plymouth. I've lived in Plymouth my entire life. So I stayed at home while I studied. Um, so I've got a bit of a different experience to a lot of other students. I'm a, some would say, commuter experience, um, commuter student. Um, yeah, I don't know what else there is about me. <laughs> Just a full-time Janet. Just a full-time Janet, yeah. what I am, yeah. Darcy, VP Education, and full-time Janet. <laughs> Sold. Yeah. <laughs> Tanari. Yeah, so... Um, I'm Tanari. Um, I studied biomedical science for my master's degree here at the university. Uh, interesting fact, last year I was VP education um, and that was fun. And this year I'm president of the SU. I guess different from Darcy, my experience is the experience of an international student coming into Plymouth during COVID, then advise it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, since then, I've been in Plymouth. I've actually grown to love Plymouth. Um, so my view is international, now a Plymouthian, hopefully. Um, yeah, president. So. It's part-time Jana. Yeah. 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 Honorary. I think president, so. part-time Jana. <laughs> honorary Jana. Yeah. yeah. Honorary, honorary Jana. Jana. It's too late. That's much better. <laughs> I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll start with the important stuff. I've got a dog. She's called Phoebe. She's incredibly fluffy um, and sleeps a lot of the time. Um, I also grew up in Plymouth, like Darcy, but right on the edges. Um, and so I moved into the centre of Plymouth to do my foundation degree in business management. And like Tanari, I was one of the sabbatical officers last year and I was president last year. So it's really nice to step into a, a different role this year and do some really fun things. So, again, a full-time Janna. We've got yeah. two. Yeah. Battle of the Janna's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd rather not be. I, I don't mind giving you the title. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> and yeah, I'm Isla. Um, and this is where it could get complicated, because I'm from over the border in Cornwall. And mm. There could be some scraps. I did my undergrad here in ocean exploration and surveying Um, and then I did my masters here as well which I'm still technically doing um, in offshore renewable energy so if you want to know anything about the sea maybe ask me although I could probably just show you some pictures more so than the actual fun stuff like the animals, (laughs) which everyone wants to know. Um, Yeah, and then I put the jam on first and then the cream, so... (sighs) Wrong way, I'm afraid. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. I don't don't have a preference. 
I do either. I'll, I'll convert you to Nari to the right way. Mm. <laughs> so now, two against one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then if I convert to Nari, it's, it's this 50-50 split. Mm, maybe. We'll see. We'll go out <laughs> to the public. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see what everybody else says. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a little bit about us. Um, and yeah, so I think maybe we should say why we ran. Um to maybe say that we do want to be here. <laughs> I mean, that's why we're doing the podcast, to uh, yeah. inform everyone and that kind of thing. So, yeah, should we go around in a circle again? Yeah, why not? Um, so I ran because, as I've just mentioned, I was a commuter student. Um, so I think my experience was quite different compared to a lot of other students. Um, I obviously didn't live on campus, so it was a bit difficult to make friends. Um, my involvement with the student union as a whole was quite a lot less than maybe some other students. Um, yet again, because I lived at home and I already had a community within Plymouth of school friends and family, um, it was a bit more difficult to make those friendships and bonds. Um, yeah, and overall, I loved uni. I had a great time at uni. Um, and... Yeah, I think I partly didn't want to leave, so <laughs> maybe I thought being a sab was a way to carry it on, but without the education side of things, of me learning myself. And now you're VP education. And now I'm VP education, yeah, so I get to help other people during their education rather than doing it myself, um, which is really exciting. Um, yeah, I think I just couldn't park myself away from campus, maybe, is the issue. It has a hold. It does. It, does. it is. It's just, just home. Away. Yeah, it is home. And, <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I just yeah. love Plymouth, so. <laughs> Why did I run to be a sub? <clears throat> I think mine was slightly more... Dun-da-da, wanted to save the world. Um... <laughs> So I ran to be a sub because um, I feel like I identified like a gap and um, as far as I, I was looking like who would step up to do this and no one was doing it so I was like okay I have to. Um, so that was how I initially came around looking for who handles this and found out that oh it's the SU and then I found out about the SU and how you could get involved in the SU and I was like Hmm, no one told me this. Um, so the more I did, I first um, ran to be a part-time officer um, for postgraduate students, because I was one at the time. And then I thought, hmm, this is good. I like this. I can make change. Uh, so I ran for VP Education. Um, so for me, being a sub is kind of like trying to contribute in your own little way to change things. Yeah, slightly more serious, but <laughs> yeah, it was uh, trying to do something different and trying to be that person that affects change, yeah. Hmm. Why did you run for president? Oh, Ooh. I didn't run for president. <laughs> um, an ex-president once said to me, <laughs> and I mean that, um, Emmy said to me, um, Emmy was a president in 2020, she spoke, I remember having this conversation with her and she was like, are you going to run again? 
there was one who was just coming in to BVP education. I was like, I don't know. She was like, you want to make change, right? <laughs> like, yeah. She's like, well, you have to stay to make change. And you have to um, effect change at the highest level of, um, I don't know what she used, but it just got stuck in my head. Like, okay, I've got to aim for the top and try to do things from there. Because, yeah, why not? Oh, how inspirational. <laughs> I'm really glad to run. Yeah. Nice. Um, mine's not quite as heartfelt. I ran initially out of spite. Um, it was, <laughs> I liked to be involved in the SU from day one. I had a lot of different barriers in university, so the SU was something that really helped me. And it was something that I really liked to be involved with, and I was part time officer as well. Uh, and then I was told about the sabbatical officers and that they didn't necessarily do tons and that I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever be one. Um, so I thought I'd prove some people wrong. Um, and I found that it's something that I've really loved doing and that you can make a lot of change and that we, we really can make a difference as long as it's kind of the right people in the roles. And I think this year we've definitely got the right people in the roles. So I stuck, I liked it so much. I stuck around, um, and I'm focusing in on some of the stuff that I really care about back into the wellbeing and diversity and I'm excited for the year. I was a bit worried then when you said that was spite. I was like, oh, where's she going that one? <laughs> but I'm glad you steered it in that direction. <laughs> I stayed for the right reasons. Exactly. That's what counts. Um, so I ran as the activity SAB because as a member of Netball, um, I felt like I could see stuff that there were gaps, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I thought, why not use my experiences? And I know a few people where I can bring their experiences in as well to help change a few things, maybe help some people out. And yeah, just um, have a good year of boosting our sports societies and volunteering activities. So yeah, that's why I ran. And I feel like they're all good reasons <laughs> nearly not good reasons <laughs> Daniela <laughs> sorry <laughs> we had a good spin though I like it so I think we want to say what we've been doing because it is summer there aren't any students around which well, there are some but nowhere near as many as we'll be seeing in September coming into freshers so we want to say what we've actually been doing because you might not be able to see it, but we are, we are, we promise we're doing stuff. So, um, we got our team campaigns all planned out, um, all around mental health, which will be exciting. Um, and we've also got individual campaigns going on. So should we talk about those? Yeah, I think first it's important to kind of like let them know that, um, we started office on the 1st of July, we had loads of trainings and <laughs> I kid you not loads of trainings to kind of prepare us for the role um, get us ready get us thinking about um, what we could actually do to give um, to support students um, and like Ayla mentioned our team objective came up during that um, brainstorming training kind of period um, we kind of highlighted that the three major things that students were struggling with was, um, I think, cost of living, um, money, where there's budgeting and everything, and um, mental health. 
Am I yeah. missing something? Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think there's three. And so we just looked at it and said, oh, all these three actually feed into good or poor mental health. So if we make that our prime objective, so yeah. Yeah, we spoke a lot about how we can put cost of living into everything. Mm -hmm. So although we're looking at mental health a lot and then a lot of individual campaigns as well, every single piece of work we do, we're going to be looking at the costs involved and the money for students and how we can help help you guys out. Yeah, sustainability as well. Yeah. Darcy, you go, should we talk about our individuals, individual campaign? Yeah, why not? Let's go for it. <laughs> um, so I've got two main campaigns, um, one of which is promoting um, academic policy which as a student you might not really know what I mean when I say academic policy but I'm talking about the policies that affect you such as extenuating circumstances, um, a bit to sit um, and all those things alike um, and I think a lot of you may agree that because it's an academic policy it's written in a lot of academic language um, so I'm really keen to get out to students and make sure that those policies are easy to understand and digest um, just so then all students understand them and it causes less problems in the meantime um, and also speak to the university um, and give feedback from students to the university on how these academic policies could be altered to be made more understandable by students um, and then alongside that obviously I know I've mentioned a lot that I am a commuter student that isn't my <laughs> only personality trait but it is a large part of it um, and I've already mentioned that student experience for commuter students is largely quite different to the average student experience for students living on campus um, so I'm really keen when September comes and it's all go 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 and we are influxed with students at freshers and the like um, to get out talking to students, um, especially commuter students or students living at home on what we as both a student union can do and the wider university can do to help improve that student experience for those of you that aren't living on campus or near campus. So yeah, I'm quite excited about that. Mm, I think mm. the policies, it can add so much extra stress not understanding them yeah and then you're still trying to say revise your exams mm. or you've got your assessment coming up and it does add so much extra stress mm. to an already stressful period yeah. I think definitely and I think you don't come in in September on freshers week and think oh I best let's go read the policy you don't read them until you need them <laughs> yeah. which is understandable i mean we've all got to be on we don't read the t's and c's when we like sign something or yes we don't read that so it's getting students to know what those policies are and what it means for them before it's too late because the last thing you want to do when you've got an assignment due in an hour is read the extenuating circumstances policy that will take you an hour in itself to read yeah. maybe so yeah mm, good ideas <laughs> I like it Sonari um so I think I'll just because a lot of them are still in the works 
um, I'll just share on um, what I call um, the International Student Meetup. Some of you might have attended last year, um, but this year we're revamping it um, to kind of run alongside alongside the meetup for all students. Um, so the International Students Meetup is kind of like um, facilitating a space for students who have missed International Welcome Week and probably freshers to come together, find their community and get the support that they need. Um, so we understand that not every student comes um, within those set weeks that uni um, kind of has given as deadlines for resumption. We know students come after and um, sometimes they could have missed useful pieces of information and they need to find out about stuff. So we are going to create that space for them to come, socialize, find out about the things they need to find out and hopefully make their friendship groups and um, have a great start at uni. So it's kind of filling that gaps both for international students and all our students. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know there's a lot more work behind the scenes that we're yeah. excited to share with you as well. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can't we can't spill all the beans in the first go, can we? Yeah. Well no, what will you have to talk about exactly. next time? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully there'll be more. <laughs> Daniela. My role is um, a bit of a double barrel one. Uh, mm. Longest to say, longest to type, uh, <laughs> longest to explain. Um, so it's wellbeing and diversity. So on the wellbeing side of things, I'm doing a lot with the team around mental health, but a lot behind the scenes on mindfulness and general wellbeing, as well as student safety. So there's a lot of fun things that I'm really excited to share with you when they start to solidify. Um, on the diversity side of things, a lot of it is just about celebrating the students that we have and the diversity that we have on campus. Mm -hmm. I really want to give students a platform to celebrate who they are. Um, and so that's going to be something that hopefully we're seeing a lot of throughout the year. Right, what are my goals then? So, as an activity sub, my goals are kind of feeding into the team mental health campaigns a little bit so last year i had set up uh here if you need which is a women's uh, mental health well-being safety campaign um so that being established already we'd like to continue with that as a team um, but we'd love students to lead it again um just as i did last year with a few few of few team members so yeah hopefully we can get that up and running again and Hopefully I can introduce more activity-based um, events into that. So I don't want to give it all away. I think I'll leave you on a cliffhanger, but that's the idea. Um, we're also setting up a men's mental health campaign as well. Um, similar, kind of running alongside here if you need. Um, but it's going to look very different because um, it will be for men. And, yeah, I think when it's student-led, it will be yeah. to how students want it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's, I just... it's 
No, no. That's about in a roundabout way. Stage, but yeah. yeah, that's our ideas at the minute. So, yeah, I'm also hoping to look at promoting student groups, increase volunteering awareness, just things like that, really. So, yeah. <laughs> We've actually got a lot going on, haven't we? <laughs> Over yeah, yeah. the year. Busy year planned, I Busy think. Busy year planned. It's a bit non-stop, but that's just how we love it. Yeah. yeah. I think before we move away from that, mm. just we're not shy to use this opportunity to call for volunteers for Mindful Men. Yeah, are we are we advertising? Yeah, we're kind of advertising. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we want it to be student-led, so it delivers what you Absolutely. want from it. Yeah. Yeah, so anyone who would like to be part of the here if you need campaign and our mindful men campaign please let us know was that too cheesy (laughs) classic advert yeah if there's anything that we've said that you think sounds interesting and you want to be a part of or anything that we haven't said and you think we should be saying please do just reach out to us on any platform email us social media we want student feedback as much as possible. Everything we do is for you. Yeah. I made it cheesier for you. Oh, perfect. <laughs> it's, it's better when it's cheesy. Yeah. yeah. So, How can they contact us? Oh, I mean, coming Instagram. to my personal door, wouldn't, um, I would not recommend that one. I know, well, I know we said <laughs> any way possible, but that is not one possible way. Um, Instagram, yeah. Yeah, the UPSU. Um, email, we've all got emails, so it's our role followed by at su.plymouth.ac.uk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a You can room. come and see us. Mm. Um, so in the SU at the very, very back, we have the Hive, which is an open space for you to come and use. But we are in there with our desks um, and smiling faces most of the time um, <laughs> and always happy to answer questions. Yeah. Talking about Hive. What is the SU? Yeah. Ooh. We're doubling back to it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's so many things. And mm. I think it's so easy to automatically think nightclub. Because mm. it is also a nightclub. We host... Great nightclub. A great nightclub. Great nightclub. <laughs> great every night of the week. Um, and we host some really great and fun events at you won't really find elsewhere in Plymouth which is amazing but we also do so much more than that we lead volunteer schemes we host clubs and societies you name it we've probably got it (laughs) there are so many that I've seen looking through our UPSU website lately that I didn't even know existed and if we don't have it you can probably start it. You'll probably start it. Or we've even got our Adopt a Society page on yeah. the website. So societies that we have had. Looking through, I could probably no adopt exists. quite a few. There are a few that I've yeah. seen that I have been tempted, to be fair. but So if anyone does start them up, yeah, you've got members. Let us know, yeah. <laughs> we'll be right there. Yeah. Um, so the SU also has the, um, the advice team. So the advice team helps students gives them independent advice from the university. So the SU itself is a separate entity from the university. We can give you um, confidential, I think, proper advice, um, but they do not offer like um, counseling advice. 
advice about your condition, um, appeals, and also different questions that students have. We also have our student voice team, which covers representation. Um, so from your course rep to your school rep to your faculty rep, and then to the sabbatical officers, which is us, um, is covered by your student voice. We want to know what you think, and the SU is one way of, I like to say we're like a bridge between the students and the university, and the university back to the students. So that funnel that kind of controls the flow of information or rather helps it transition well. Yeah. Student voice is a really fun place if there's anything you want to get done. So if you're seeing things that you'd like to improve or things that you want to add, student voice are the people that are going to help make that happen. And there's so many other people that want to be involved, so you'll never be alone on that sort of thing. I think that's the thing, that you think that maybe you and you alone have that one opinion, and you think, oh, you know, I do want to do something about it, but there's probably no one else that thinks the same. The likelihood is that there's, there's definitely loads more people. <laughs> you give people. you a list of people yeah. that probably think the same. So definitely come and approach Student Voice, us, because we'd love to work with those people and try and sort some things out, you know? Mm. Yeah. Anything more about what the SU is? Maybe what it is to you? I mean, the workplace, probably. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's it's a safe space. We've got so many spaces. We've got our lounge. We've got the little room. We've got the main room. We've got the hive, which definitely feels like my home because I'm sat at my desk <laughs> constantly. So I just love being sat at my desk. But it is my cosy space. Um, yeah, I think it's that space that just has everything for every mood you need. Yeah, it's a bit of a home away from home. Mm. Who would have thought? I know, who would have thought? And there is always someone willing to listen to you speak absolutely rubbish when you're bored. Oh, yeah. I am always finding myself (laughs) knocking on someone's door or just talking absolute rubbish at them, knowing they probably don't want to hear it, but I am bored, so I don't care. Maybe absolutely work-related rubbish. (laughs) Yeah, always work-related. Wink, wink. (laughs) So the SU is that community space for all students. The SU is what you make of it, basically. The Mm -hmm. SU is there to serve you, to support you, to help make your student experience as awesome as possible. But we can't do it without you. We need need you to help deliver what would be your ideal student experience. The SU is that sense of belonging as well. It's not just a building or a place. It's the students. The student union needs students. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's something we've seen over the summer. Like mm. The student union is lovely and it's amazing and it's our cosy space, but there is just that something missing, yeah. which students. at the moment is students. It's yeah. so quiet. We need those students back. Yeah, please come back. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're having a lovely summer, but... <laughs> I think the SU is just such a flexible space, whether it's like 9am before your exams and you're coming in for tea, toast and maybe some mindfulness, or it's late night night club and bar, or just middle of the day when there's volunteer groups and craft Mm. fairs and campus market, there's always something going on and there's something for everyone. There's a lot of sober spaces, there's a lot of not sober spaces, um, and there's a lot of things to get involved with, no matter what you're interested in. Yeah. And we do have freshers coming up. In September. 
And that can be really scary. I remember when I came in as a fresher, I was so nervous. And I think I was unsure of what experience I was going to have at uni. Mm-hmm. Um, and they Because I, I, I was a late birthday as well, and I came straight from college. So I turned 18 in the summer, and then I was going straight to uni. Goodness. Yeah, so I think not having maybe that, being able to go out as much as I wanted mm. with like a lot of my friends who turned 18 like really early on in the year yeah I came straight to uni from that so yeah I was, just, I was really scared <laughs> I can imagine yeah when you have that much experience and when you're from Cornwall you're <laughs> yeah, <that>. true, true. <laughs> yeah yeah Plymouth is a big city to me it's massive. <laughs> and that is absolutely mad to me. I know. I, feel like I could walk from one end to another pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it helps you, my freshers experience wasn't a freshers experience because mm. I came in during COVID. So, what was it, 20... 2020? Yeah, it would have been 2020. And then all throughout the entire year, we were in and out of lockdowns. Yeah. And I had couple of weeks at the start so from freshers to maybe mid to late October where we were allowed in in person but face masks and social distance and it was a whole very mm. odd experience to what I was told I would have at uni but then once it was all over I fully made up for it it was yeah. worth it, it was great but I mean, fingers very crossed, different experience we don't have another global pandemic <laughs> That is ideal. That would be an ideal world, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think hopefully that won't happen. Yeah, it's much worse. Yeah. I guess this is kind of like to tag um, our body skin. If you're out there feeling nervous about freshers, you're not alone. (laughs) A lot of people, aka Isla, (laughs) (laughs) the same. and there's loads more. A lot of students share the same experience. Um, I'm aware of international students missing freshers deliberately because they don't know anyone. They're just coming in. We've got the body scheme in the SU where you can sign up to be a body. So basically you have someone who's been here a bit longer pair up with you, go around to different stuff with you, um, kind of give you that extra... I don't know, company, if you mm. feel nervous, so you don't have to do it alone. Um, that's one of the things you probably should try. Yeah. How did everyone else feel like on their first day? Is it same like that? So I didn't kind of have yeah. a freshers yeah. experience. Yeah. I won't lie, COVID. my first two weeks of uni, every day I came home and cried. I cried. Yeah, and I, I think that's so normal yeah. because it sounds awful. But especially, I had just been in lockdown for six months. So I'd been out of education for what, to me, was a while. I'd never taken a break from education. Yeah. Um, come to uni, because I hadn't been... I hadn't had full sixth form experience. I hadn't had that preparation of what uni will be like. And I walked in, um, and they told me about DLE and I was like what is the DLE what is the Moodle I don't know what you're talking about even so bad that sadly my sixth form wasn't very good at preparing us for uni 
I still didn't even have a student loan. I didn't even know how to apply for a student loan. I was really lucky. I found a course mate very quickly who helped me all through it. Mm. So I was completely lost. And yeah, I went home every day and cried and thought, I don't think this is for me. And then I remember my mum and my boyfriend saying to me, like, give it, give it six weeks. If after six weeks you still hate it, you can leave and you will find something else. So I was like, okay, I'll give myself six weeks. Six weeks was my target and I didn't think I'd last six weeks. <laughs> six weeks goes and I was like, I couldn't imagine myself being anywhere else. Yeah. And then now I didn't finish third year and I'm like, that so quickly yeah. and literally university has been the best three years of my life yeah. and I'm not saying that to be cheesy like genuinely <laughs> like the friends I've made the experiences I've had absolutely loved it so I think my top tip is that you go home after your first day and you want to sit in your halls or your childhood bedroom and cry your eyes that's out okay. that's okay that's normal yeah um, but don't be afraid that if you've found a flatmate or a course mate or even if you've got a friend from home that has also gone to uni mm. whether it's a different uni ask them do you feel the same way do you feel a bit lost because nine out of ten times they will say yes absolutely i feel the exact same yeah. and that is just the biggest help knowing that you're not the only one you can I just think. take our word for it yeah. yeah. Or just believe me. Yes, yeah, the podcast again. I learned the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's so many different types of people here, which is mm. so amazing yeah. about uni. That there's you're you're gonna find your people here. Eventually. And that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it might not seem it at the start, but mm. you will. You definitely will. I think it's about not being afraid to get stuck in. Yeah, so yeah. I can probably relate a bit more to the incoming freshers and the newbies because I joined post-COVID. So everything was kind of back to the new normal. And I went to every single freshers fair. I went to a lot of clubs and society, kind of try out some taster sessions. And I'm really glad I did. They weren't all for me, but so many of them were. And I met so many amazing people I jumped straight in um, and got SU advice to do a lot of my finance help. Um, I jumped straight in with student services to ask what they could do, um, straight in with student voice to see what I could do. And I don't regret how involved I was at all. Like, it's really fun meeting so many new people mm-hmm. and you will find your people. Just go out there and try it. it mm. It's scary, but it's worth it. Mm. Yeah. Moving on from that, what was, what's been your favourite university memory so far (laughs) I'm not sure it's partly a university memory but I wouldn't have this memory if it wasn't for university so one of my best friends now I met her at university on the same course but we have such different life experiences I had not really left Plymouth I'd gone on a few holidays or and whatnot this friend was a year or two older than me but before coming to uni she had done Camp America so she had just come back from living in America for six months she travelled all throughout Europe um, and I just thought that was so cool because none of my friends had done that we'd all been from Plymouth lived in Plymouth um, and it was actually in my third year, so not that long ago at all, about six months ago, eight months ago, um, we had to go to London to visit the archives, 
and um, it was about a week or two before we left and we were like joking around was, oh we can get a we can get a cheap flight we can get a cheap flight yeah we will do it we will do it and then before we knew it we had booked a 40 pound Ryanair flight from London <laughs> to Berlin when we were done at the archives um, which was like one of my dream places I wanted to go because I'm an absolute history nerd um, so although it's not completely uni related I think I wouldn't have had that experience without going to uni yeah which yeah it's one of my like, happiest memories of my three years at uni yeah I think mine is slightly different um, mine was last year kind of like giving the vote of thanks from the SU um, at my own graduation so I just thought, I remember that moment. I was giving the speech and I had tears just coming to my eyes because, like, I've done this. <laughs> I've done this. I've done it. I have a master's now. I've done this. And um, it was just so beautiful standing there, the whole, everyone, there's just that vibe at graduations where everyone's like, ah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we've, we've made it. We've made it. And it was such a, I don't think it's a memory I'll forget in a long time because it was one of those moments you stand and then you look back at everything. So I started going back to like, not re primary, secondary school, <laughs> and then seeing like the entire journey coming to Plymouth in the middle of COVID and everything and graduating. It just felt like, wow, okay, finally. It's such a moment. Yeah, such yeah. a moment. It was so great. Yeah. It's so cool. I agree with you there. I think the student elections were the kind of highlight for me. It was kind of a week straight of putting myself out there and convincing people to vote at all and also vote for me. Um, and it was not in my comfort zone. But I didn't realise how many people I'd met in the last year at university. I'd kind of went to so many different clubs and societies and every single one there were friendly faces, there were names I knew. And it's just such a beautiful community and it felt so wonderful to be a part of that. And on one of the nights of the week, I did Jam House and I'm, I'm not a stage person, um, but it was really fun being on the stage and having everybody else singing along and it just felt really good. I've kind of shot myself in the foot here by asking the question because <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> which, is, which is bad because... I asked the question, but it's a good thing, I think, as well, because... So many. There's so many. <laughs> I mean, I've been here for four years now. I sound like a university granny, but <laughs> I think meeting the people that I have done was yeah. an experience in, its, in itself and such so. a highlight for me. Um, I think doing netball as well and varsity, just the whole varsity event. Yeah because everyone comes together mm. and you're all supporting the same people and I think that becomes such a vibe um, and going along to different matches with your friends and being part of Varsity myself it's yeah when you just get that kind of support it's, it just feels like yeah. heavy and yeah. insane almost mm. um, yeah Varsity was a good one for me um I think I get what you mean. I know as Tabs, we attended um, the grand finale of everything. And it was unreal. I would say I'm not yeah. such a sports person, but that day, I mean, I was shouting, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, 
was like, no, they can't. <laughs> and uh, just the the air, there's something yeah. in the atmosphere. Everyone is like, yeah. And there's different chants. You don't know what they're chanting, but you just yeah. chant and <laughs> just shout. And yeah, we I, won. I think that's the thing, though. You don't have to be sporty to go and support because everyone's got the same... Yeah, kind of just that sense yeah. of community. It is, it? yeah, like, and it is that inherent competitiveness <laughs> that I think we all do have, <laughs> and we don't have to be competing mm-hmm. to want to win. Like, we want to be part of the community of winners. Yeah, it just yeah. so happens that the people on the pitch or in the swimming pool or wherever they're competing are doing the competing for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you might think that you won't. If you're not a competitive first, you might think that you won't be competitive. You will be. <laughs> it's a spirit. It'll just jump it on you in that atmosphere. Everyone is like screaming. I was just screaming. I was stood on the seats. I'm like, come on. And I don't think I've ever seen you scream, Tanari. That's what Marcy does. <laughs> you had to be there. <laughs> yeah. So, should we do something fun? Should we do like a two truths and a lie? Yeah. Are, we, are we interesting enough for two truths and a lie? I wrote some down Ooh. just in case because you're struggling. Be... <laughs> it took me a long time to think of these. But so, we promise we are interesting people. I am interesting, really. It's just when you get me to think about something interesting I've done, I'm like, oh, my God, interesting. You're making all my interesting things go away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. now, now Tanari's not the interesting she, one exactly yeah. Sorry, yeah. Tanari's really interesting you yeah. have yeah. yeah. now alright I've written them down so right two truths and one lying mm-hmm. one I once did a 24 hour train journey in order to save money while travelling so I think there was a flight through like Ryanair that would have cost me like £100 or I could have got a train from one country to another for like £20. And me and my friend were like, no, we're not paying £100 for a flight. We will get the train. We will just sleep on the train. It will be fine. Second one is every country I've travelled to, I've climbed to the top of the tallest church slash cathedral. And the third one, which completely unrelated to travelling, my first job when I was 16 were selling wedding rings and watches at a jewellery store. I feel like the first one's a trick because you put a lot of detail into it. However, mm. it could be that you've switched some yeah. of the numbers around that. Mm. Mm. Or am I mm. second-guessing myself about it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm sure you've done the 24... You see, Darcy doesn't like, fuzz, like she doesn't like fuzzy trips. She likes her trips to be. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she do that. I don't. I don't. You're looking. Like, <laughs> you got a proper poker face going on. <laughs> I'm not quite sure, but I'll go with that one. Twenty four hours on, on the train a as a lie. Ooh. You're right. It was a lie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even leave us guessing. I did like, it. it. Was yeah, <laughs> it was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> it was but the other two are true I do climb to the toppest I climb up the tallest church or cathedral in every country I go to and what was my other one and yeah my first job was at a jewellery store selling wedding rings and watches so when I was 16 
how many countries have you been to where you've gone to the um, I haven't actually been to that many countries I've only been to I've, there's a couple I've been to a couple of times so I've been to Spain that was one in Barcelona that I climbed to the top of um, Berlin I climbed up the Berlin Dom um, Copenhagen there's one called the Church of Our Saviour and that's a really tall one and it's got like a spiral on the outside and it's nearly 500 steps to the top what was that was that four <laughs> what did you say <laughs> Spain Berlin Denmark what's the fourth one I should probably leave that one for the next time yeah let me think about there's what definitely a fourth country I've been to I'm trying to think now Oh, I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to go because I'm actually still thinking of mine. Can <laughs> I tell you guys a lot of terrifying. Um, <laughs> I am a black belt in karate. I am TikTok famous. And I have two cats. Ooh. There's one that I know is definitely true because she's told me. Mm-hmm. Is it black belt? Yeah. Yeah. She's TikTok famous, Ooh. so she doesn't have two cats. Yeah, she doesn't have two cats. You don't strike me as a cat person. I'm a cat person. Oh, There's really? only one for now. Ooh. What's <laughs> what's your one cat called? Um, she's called Thunder. That's a really cute Ooh. cat name. What colour? Um, she's a Bengal cat, so oh. she's like tiger pattern. She's cute. Yeah. Wow. She meows a lot. She's very loud. They're quite vocal, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> she will let you know when she wants something. <laughs> That's so cute. Uh, okay. <clears throat> I have performed in a mass choir orchestra, whatever it's called. Um, I play the violin extremely well. And I have been a part of a dance group. Ooh. Oh, that one's difficult. I believe the dance group. Oh, see, I'm not 100%. sure about the dance group. I think the no, first she's one a performer. Yeah. I think it's the violin that's the lie. I feel like she may have played the violin, but I wouldn't know. I don't know if she said extremely well. Look at me. Yeah. Is I, it? I play it, but not extremely well. Oh, so you've yeah. got a set of rehearsals to play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah house in September. I want ah, some violin. You feel? No. You could join big bands. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I have performed in orchestra. If there's anyone listening from Big yes. Band, please do contact yeah. Mary on <laughs> president at su.plymouth.ac.uk. <laughs> We're just trying to sell ourselves here. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to sell scenario. <laughs> you wanted to join big bands. A woman with many talents. Yeah, just boys. Yeah. yeah. The dance group one really surprises me. Oh, yeah, I did. From my first year to, till my third year, I think. Really? Yeah. And we were very famous. What famous in the campus. Uh, I, was, I was a part of two. So first one was like, Performers, we did performance for also music artists that would come in to the university shows and stuff like that. And then I switched and just did like um, set performances that were 
um, for uh, chapel. So, mm. yeah, I did. Nice. Isla, you're up. So, I feel like you might know because you might be able to get me. <laughs> because I feel like I talk about myself when we're bonding quite a lot. So, I've been in a youth dance company. I'm technically a racing car champion. I was on a Netball County champion squad. Hmm. I think it's the racing thing. I don't know the technical thing no. off. I know... The racing. I know the racing one. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Because she showed me photos of her. <laughs> She's like Googled her own name before. Been like, look at me, look at me. I know that one's true. But that's the really dance company. difficult. She's not a part Because I know you did dance, but you also have, you do play netball. Mm. Ooh. Really throwing a spine in the works there. I think I? it's the faster one. I think it's netball. Hmm. What are you going for, guys? I think the first one, I think. Oh, well, yeah. Two two out of three. So the lie is I was in a Netball County Championship. Oh, I knew it! I didn't really play Netball that much when I was younger. Um, Only really at college, so, yeah. Um, I was in a youth dance company when I was little. Um, the one in Cornwall, which is quite cute. Um, and yeah, I've um, in their Formula Twenty Four, well, <laughs> no, yeah, Formula Twenty Four kit car. Nice. Twenty fifteen school champions. So when are you and Tanari did a dance battle? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Summer ball. <gasps> <laughs> okay, we'll leave. Main stage. Summer ball. Ticket the sales. public skyrocket. <laughs> So already. Yeah. People have to vote. <laughs> we'll put a poll out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that concludes our first ever podcast. Ooh. <laughs> we don't have any funky outro or anything. Maybe no. we can sort something out. I don't know. Maybe if me or Daniela can like beatbox and sing, you two can dance, dance to it. Yeah. Which wouldn't be very helpful for a podcast. No, but... so I need to get the violin out. Uh, yeah. yeah, we were t- talking about a team band. Yeah, yeah, everyone plays. It's so a big band, it's going to be small band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, very small band. Very small band, tiny band, minuscule band. Don't know if we'll be very good band. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the name. <laughs> but for future ones, we're hoping to have some suggestions and maybe some writings. Make it a bit interactive. Mm. So. Anything that you think or come up with, please let us know, because uh, we'd love to hear from you. But I think that is the first one over and out. Oh, that's really cringy. We can't finish like that. <laughs> it's a over and out mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you. Hopefully, see you next time. Hopefully, indeed. Yeah. Bye. Bye. See you. <laughs>